If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Voices from the front lines. Worried about repercussions. Mask or no mask. Don't get a false sense of security. Policy patchwork. This will go down in history as a profound failure of our national government. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan in Washington with the CBS World News Roundup. Coronavirus cases now top one million worldwide. About a quarter of them are here in the United States. As the numbers rise in this country dramatically, medical resources are under unbelievable pressure. Our coverage begins this morning with CBS's David Begno in New York City. The things that I see in the ER are scary. This is a video diary from Dr. Matthew Bai. In it, he's describing what he says he sees every day at Mount Sinai Hospital in Queens. You can see all the rooms are filled. Usually these halls are very neat and empty. And now you can see there's patients everywhere because of this. Some nurses in the Bronx took to the streets Thursday to protest the lack of personal protective equipment. Every day when I go to work, I feel like a sheep going to slaughter. An admiral who's leading FEMA supply chain task force confirmed that federal supplies are not going directly to the states. They are going to a middleman distributor. And governors say that's when they're forced to bid against each other for the equipment. This crisis has hit very close to home for Daniel Drum. He's a member of the New York City Council. Five of his friends have died from the virus so far. Whenever somebody goes into the hospital, my thinking is, will I ever see them again? Will they ever come out? And the current thinking about masks in New York City is to wear one when out in public, if possible. CBS's Stephen Portnoy says here in Washington there is debate. There's still no agreement on the task force. Dr. Deborah Burke says she worries Americans will misinterpret guidance, advising Americans to cover their faces. And we don't want people to get an artificial sense of protection because they're behind a mask. While the vice president says guidance is coming in the next few days, Burks doesn't sound as certain, stressing the importance of Americans washing their hands and keeping their distance. When the advisory comes out, it will be an additive piece if it comes out, rather than saying this is a substitute for. Two cruise ships, the Rotterdam and Zandam, docked at Port Everglades, Florida yesterday. Hundreds of passengers without symptoms are now flying home. CBS's Manuel Bajorquez has the latest. It's going to be a very controlled exit. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis applauded local and federal officials for finalizing what he called a thoughtful plan. More than a dozen passengers who needed immediate medical assistance were already transferred to nearby hospitals. Passengers on board both ships received health screenings yesterday. Those cleared for travel would be taken by private bus to charter planes over the next few days. Some local officials say this was the best possible outcome. 
how do you allow the ship to come in without affecting our community? And I think the deal today that we struck was a win-win. Broward County Commissioner Mark Bogan says he advocated for a 14-day quarantine at a local Air Force base, but that fell through. Do you feel comfortable with the way the situation has been handled right now? Absolutely not. I really have a lack of trust in what the cruise line was telling us. Another ship, the Coral Princess, plans to arrive at Port Everglades on Saturday. In a statement, Princess Cruises said 12 people on board tested positive for COVID-19. The captain of the aircraft carrier Theodore Roosevelt, hit hard by the virus, has been relieved of his command by the Navy. Acting Secretary of the Navy Thomas Modley says Captain Breck Crozier went outside the chain of command by publicly saying what was going on there. I could reach no other conclusion that Captain Crozier had allowed the complexity of his challenge with the COVID breakout on the ship to overwhelm his ability to act professionally when acting professionally was what was needed most at the time. Many sailors are now off that ship. At the stroke of midnight, the government launched a $350 million lending program designed to help small businesses that have been walloped by the economic shutdown. And Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin says money to individuals is on the way. I had previously said this would take us three weeks. I'm pleased to report that within two weeks, the first payments will be direct deposit into taxpayers' account. The government releases its report on March employment this morning. We know last week 6.6 million sought jobless benefits. Each state is unique, and that's true when it comes to the patchwork of stay-at-home orders and directives. CBS's Ed O'Keefe on the push for national action. The calls are coming despite the Constitution, leaving most health and public safety concerns to state and local officials. The tension between federally mandated versus states' rights to do what they want is something I don't want to get into. But any Fauci agreed there should be a national order. If you look at what's going on in this country, I just don't understand why we're not doing that. Forty states and the District of Columbia have issued some kind of stay-at-home order over the past month. Despite information as far back as February about patients being asymptomatic, the governor of Georgia waited until Wednesday to issue his statewide order. Individuals can be infected and begin to spread coronavirus earlier than previously thought. This week, Texas Governor Greg Abbott also ordered schools closed through May 4th and said that only essential services can remain open. But he insisted... This is not a stay-at-home strategy. Local officials like Dallas County Leader Clay Jenkins say Abbott should have acted sooner. He issued a countywide order back on March 22nd. With the unemployment line growing longer, more people are facing the challenge of simply putting food on the table. Here's CBS's Meg Oliver. Welcome relief as the National Guard arrived to keep the Greater Pittsburgh Food Bank operating. As demand intensifies, donations and volunteers are dropping rapidly. Right, so we got these salads. Pedro Rodriguez and his family have enough food to last one week. Would you be able to have dinner tonight? If you didn't go to the food pantry? Not much, no. Maybe lunch. With the entire family laid off, they're relying on this food pantry at Willing Heart Community Center in Newark. But on Tuesday, the food ran out. You'll run out of that today. Uh, we'll run out of that today. We've already run out of eggs. Last week, Feeding America saw a 92% jump in demand for food. CEO Claire Fontenot. We can't meet the challenge of this moment without additional help. A dire situation families can only take day by day. 
Meg Oliver, CBS News, Newark, New Jersey. General Motors has begun training auto workers in Kokomo, Indiana to make ventilators. WWJ Radio's Jeff Gilbert. Temperatures will be checked before workers even enter the site. They'll wash their hands, put on a medical-grade face mask. You clean your workstation when you arrive and when you leave. Those single-person workstations face six feet apart. Cleaning crews, meanwhile, will be sanitizing common areas three times a shift. A major video conference has been called for Monday involving key oil producers. It comes after word that Russia and Saudi Arabia are apparently ready to cut production in a bid to stabilize prices. And experts say with travel down, carbon dioxide emissions will drop significantly. Most of our national parks are wide-open spaces, but in an era of social distancing, should they stay open? The Grand Canyon's closed, but others are still operating. Here's CBS News correspondent Chip Reed. I wound up walking out of my job. Dustin Stone worked at Klondike Gold Rush Park in Alaska. I had been in contact with some peers at parks in the lower 48 that were telling me horror stories about their parks being overloaded with visitors. Your decision to quit your job with the Park Service is basically a protest. Yes, it is. Crowds are expected this weekend at hundreds of open national park sites across the country. I think it's some pretty weird mixed messaging coming out of the White House to say, stay home unless you're going to a national park, in which case, go for it. Chipri, CBS News, Washington. And that's the CBS World News Roundup for Friday, April 3rd. The broadcast is produced by Paul Ferry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes Podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.